Son of a pitch, my dudes and babes of the world. I'm the host you all love the most, Stanford Reed Parks, aka Average Dick Stan, aka Mr. Spectacular. And we're coming at you live from the babe capital of the world, the greatest city on the planet, Madison, Mississippi, aka Dola Bricks. We got a super show for you today. Get the Stanford Sucks posters out. Get it all ready. I turned Miami's pitcher into a one-beer queer. Central Michigan has the greatest players of all time. I got one of my good friends and a T-Sun fan, a big-time T-Sun fan, Mr. Walker Laughlin, one of the most... Well, he gives me a hard time if they beat us. I'll say that. I will say that to say the least. We got a great show for you today, super show, so much to talk about, and I don't want to waste y'all's time, so let's hop right into it. First off, y'all do me a favor and welcome my good friend, Mr. Walker Laughlin to the show. Walker, thank you for joining Son of a Pitch, my good man. Yeah, man. Uh, hello to all the faithful soap listeners, as I like to call it. Uh, son of a pitch. <laughs> uh, it's an honor to be on your show. Uh, been a long time in the making. Excited to talk some some college baseball. Well, hopefully, you know, you get these my listeners, my dog babes, my dog dudes, and all the rest of the nation. Because I know I got listeners all across the world. People in China, people in Alaska, people in Canada. I know they're all listening. They gotta be out there. So let's dive right into it. Let's talk about what happened this weekend. And Walker, let me know what. Tell me about what happened in Ox Nasty because it seemed like it was a cakewalk. It seemed like it was a fairly easy regional. Once you digest this for me, game by game, tell me what you saw. Yeah, uh, immediately from the uh, Sunday selection show, I felt like uh, the Rebs. Uh, they had a good shot to walk through it, uh, even though five is still in the dugout. I, I thought it was uh, a good draw. Uh, first game, Jacksonville State. Rebs just rolled. Uh, I don't even know the final score. We lost count. I wasn't even there. I they, was they, in. They were killing. They were killing. Yeah. Jacksonville State. I mean, come on. <laughs> I was actually in Jackson at a concert. And that's how little I was concerned about that game. So. Couldn't even you're sleeping on the reps this weekend. Couldn't you make it up? Let me let me say this. I I did have plans. I'm currently renovating a house, so I was working on that. Uh, priorities uh, okay. had to hear. Okay. You boys got to make trying to make some coins. So let, let 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 me let me have that one. I gotcha. So y'all win the first game. Win the first game fairly easy. Fairly easy. Uh, now tell me to get, don't take me to the Clemson game. I saw y'all score. What was the final score? Six one. How many runs? How many runs did y'all score? The, the number six. That's right. The number six, the greatest number of all time. It's this the GOAT number. It's the GOAT number. And as y'all all know, we're the sixth seed, of course. And y'all handled Clemson 6-1 to one, fairly easy. I picked them to go to Omaha. I was wrong there, but y'all looked fairly comfortable there. And then y'all took on Jacksonville State in the championship game. And what happened first pitch? Let me hear it. The very first pitch of the game, uh... Stanford's favorite Ole Miss player, uh, Mr. Thomas Dillard. Uh, I think you already know what number he wears. Uh, he hit a home run that traveled uh, approximately to the moon. Uh, 
on the first pitch of the game and then later hit a grand slam. And the party was on in the fourth inning. The Rebs were rolling. Got it done. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, Stanford, remember how you said your bracket was going to be perfect? You took a big fat L there, buddy. <laughs> I doubted the Rebs. I doubted the Rebs. Yes, I did. But now tell, now time to digest what I saw out in Start Vegas this past weekend. Let's first start with the Friday game against the Southern University Jaguars. <clears throat> first off, apologies for the voice. I'm extremely hoarse. They did a lot of yelling for the dogs, drank a lot of dings, smoked a lot of jewel pods. I did whatever it took. I put in the rally dips. I did what it took for my dogs to advance to their fourth straight super with their fourth different coach. And if you can't believe that, I mean, that's absolutely tough to do. We're just built different here in Starville. That's what I'm trying to say. We're built different. We're a winning machine, and we're proving it now. We're proving it now. But let's start with the Southern game. I couldn't make the attendance. That noon game, I couldn't take off work. I took off a few. Oh, it looks like Javi Baez. El Mago just went deep for the Cubs. Put it on the board. Yes. But I couldn't make it to the game, so I was nervous from the get-go. I smoked a full – I smoked one and a half jewel pots during this game watching because I was so nervous. Uh, Rowdy Jordan. Rowdy Jordan. Rowdy. Fired up, Rowdy. Shout out, Emma. Shout out to you, darling. But, hey, my man Rowdy goes four for five with a dong. He was the, he was the regional MVP, and that's why I'm naming my son after him, Rowdy Reed Parks. Home, Rowdy Reed. What do you say, baby? What do you say, baby? But they, they made us panic. They made us panic. I think it was the jersey choice. All year we've been doing maroon on Fridays, and for the regional postseason we decided to go uh, white on Friday. I think that threw off our mojo a little bit. I understand that JT was our pitcher and he's used to pitching on white on Saturdays. But, hey, it's Maroon Fridays. We do that for a reason. I don't know what, what was going through people's minds, but if we do a thing called Maroon Fridays, wear Maroon on Friday. Stick to the original plan, guys. I mean, it's not that hard, and I just don't understand that whatsoever. But, yeah, Rowdy Jordan had – he had four hits for us. Or three, yeah, four hits for us. Uh, we also had Justin Fosse had a couple. Dustin Skelton had a couple. And Rowdy Jordan's bomb was still going on. JT Ginn went out with a pitching injury, it seemed. Uh, I talked to him during the Saturday game, before the game during BP. Uh, he said it was just a little muscle soreness, nothing crazy. But, you know, that's just people talking. I don't know how serious it is. I'm not sure at all. It could be, but I think I think we'll be all right. I expect him to pitch this weekend. I think that'll be okay. But then let's go digest into let's digest into the Central Michigan game. Dogs won that game, uh, eleven to six. Of course, they scored six. The goat number. We said, all right, you can't score more than that. But let's go into the Central Michigan game where Ethan Small was electric yet again. Ethan Small absolutely shoved six innings pitch. Go figure with that. He's now nine and two on the year. He gave up only five hits, two earned runs with 10 strikeouts. It seems like he has 10 Ks every single game. Uh, Mangum went over again, but I'll tell you how I got him out of the slump, how I performed miracles. Tanner Allen with the big game. He went four for five. And shout out to my man, Josh Hatcher, going three for four, filling in for Mac out in right field. And as you all know, as you all know, I do a gummy toss. With my man Big Dick Mac. Walker, I don't know if you know this. I do a gummy toss with Big Dick Mac. Uh, 
I bring a thing of gummies with my beer every game. And I throw him a, I toss him a gummy from the stands, and he catches it in his mouth every time, every Y'all single perfect. time. Y'all are perfect. Every we, time. We, we've we've missed one or two, but we make sure he catches one before we get the game going. Okay. Gotta before, get that mojo going. We gotta, right. we gotta get yeah. the game going. I feel you. I feel you. So Hatch comes in the right, and he fits, fills in right perfectly. One toss to Big Dick Hatch out in right field, he catches it in his mouth. Shout out to him. That was perfect. <laughs> Shout out. He filled in perfectly. And that was absolutely incredible. And, y'all, I have to talk about this Central Michigan team because they were so cool. They were in such awe about this. But, hey, but time out, time out, time out, time out. So after they beat Miami on Friday night, I followed their left fielder on Instagram. He follows me back and then DMs me immediately. He direct messages. He slid into my DMs. I cannot believe it. I could not believe what I saw. I was like, oh, my gosh. He just follows me. Then instantly, or I followed him first. He follows me back and slides into it instantly. Well, have you ever seen a guy slide into your DMs like that? Not personally have I experienced that. Uh, I, I, I appreciate that. But uh, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's interesting. He slides into the DMs. I'm sorry, y'all. I've just been getting pumped up. Sorry for the extra energy. Sorry for the extra energy. He slides into my DMs and says, you're going to use my social media against me, aren't you? With a couple laughing faces. I'm like, well, of course I'm going to use yeah, it against obviously. you. Well, well, of course that's I'm why going I to followed you in the first place. <laughs> so exactly what I was going to do. He's like, dang it. Uh, I meant to freaking, that's why I had it on private so I wouldn't get all this bull crap. But then he accepted but me. But he accepted it, yeah. And the, then the, rode right into it. He, he wanted it to happen. He, he wanted that to happen. He wanted it to happen. They were eating it up. And I got to give a shout out to my Central Michigan pitcher, Zach Kahn. And Jake Crumb, these guys were so cool. They knew how to make fun of themselves. We were sitting there throwing the football with them in between games or before the game. I interviewed I interviewed Zach uh, Zach Khan um, before the game. I put it on my Snapchat story for those who follow me on Snapchat. I go, hey, is that picture right there number forty four? Is he a virgin? He's got to be a virgin. Is it confirmed? He he agreed with me and nodded his head. I mean that dude was he probably was a freshman. He was a lefty, tall, lanky lefty. He, probably, he was awkward as can be. Had to be a virgin. First experience still in college. I believe he was. Maybe he just hadn't found the right one. He just <laughs> maybe one. he just hadn't found the right one. But the dogs killed it that game. They got run. They scored runs early and often. It was. Uh, they scored, I think, four in the first inning. They did on seven hits, and I think those seven hits were all back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. It was wild. Uh, the crowd was electric. That was the rowdiest I've ever seen right field in my whole entire life. Uh, and we can't forget the uh, – I can't forget the rally, the, what the big old rally that happened there during the fifth inning. Uh, I believe it was the fifth inning. Uh, it was whenever uh, – Whenever Tanner Allen hit a home run, we had a lady come up to me and my man Chip. Me and my man Chip. Chip is the man. He's boys with the whole entire team. So this mom comes up to us and goes, hey, uh, I'll, I'll give you this Rosie Bella. I'll give you my Rosie Bella if uh, you can get Hatcher to come over here and tell my niece and nephew happy birthday as I record on my phone. And me and Chip are like, yeah, absolutely. So Hatch comes over there and... We videotape happy birthday. Boom. She gives us her, her rosy belt. We're like, oh, I thought you just wanted us to hit this. She's like, no. Nah, uh, that's y'all's for good now. We're like, oh, great. So I got a new, a brand new Julie Turner or Rosie Bella, whatever you want to call it. The Julia Squeezer, whatever you want to say. I got a new one. And that was freaking awesome to her because mine was dead. 
mine was dead. My, I needed one at that time. I was struggling, and that hit the spot perfectly, which was absolutely incredible. And also, before the game, listen to this. I, I asked Coach Lamonis. I go, hey, Coach, over under 15 beers I drink tonight. He glances up at me with a big old smirk in his shade and puts his thumbs up and goes, <laughs> hey, take the over. Take the over. So that happened there. So the dogs end up winning Did seven you go over? Did you go over? Oh, the over hit with ease. It was the smartest bet he has ever won in his life. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Coach Lamonis. Smart man. Smart yeah, man. It's a smart bet, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's the winningest first coach, first year coach in SEC history. So you got to give him that. Well, he was handed the keys to a Ferrari and was told, <laughs> don't wreck this, please. <laughs> Well, you know, and, you know, he has one of the greatest fans of all time, <laughs> me defending his back, doing whatever it takes for him. So, shout out. It was a big-time game we had there. And now let's digest into the Miami game. Let's see what happened here. Dogs went 5-2. It was electric. Uh, and let's, let's go over this. Yo, this is a story I can't make up. Something I can't make up at all. It's game six, of course. The regional championship, game six. This game is on me. Let me tell you how I won us the regional. Let me tell you how I won the regional. So, we're talking to the Miami players before the game, talking to them. And then number 99, uh, pitcher, relief pitcher, comes up to me and goes, hey, let me get a beer. I'll give you this ball. I go, absolutely. I give him the beer. He runs to the dugout, sprints off to the dugout. So, I give the Miami player a beer. And then he comes in. Walker, he comes into the game later in the game. And what happens? And let's just say this guy doesn't get one out. I, he's a one-beer queer. He's obviously a one-beer queer. And he sounds like a cheap date for somebody. <laughs> he sounds like a good date for somebody. <laughs> he sounds like a good cheap date for, for you ladies out there. 99, he's a one-beer queer. Y'all can take advantage of that for him if you want to get him in bed. I don't know. So that was absolutely nuts. I give him a beer, and he just can't handle it. He can't handle it. He chokes, and everybody's hitting left and right off him, and he doesn't record an out, and we score later in the inning. And then let me tell you how – Walker, let me tell you about how I got Mr. Mangum out of his 0 for 17 slump. Have you ever seen Mangum go 0 for 17? Not in the 34 years that he's been in Starville. I have not. He, uh, the guy has been there for forever, and he, he just hits. I hate him. Thank, <laughs> thank you for whoever drafted him. And, and, the match, the yeah. match this, today, fourth round. Deserves uh, it. Deserves it. De- definitely deserves it. Let's take this moment. Let me take a moment to Jake Mangle's been underdrafted the past two years. In the 30, 30-something round the past two years. The kid's a baseball player, man. He's the leading SEC hitter of all time, and he finally gets drafted where he deserves. I mean, yeah. what, the, what, the, what were those teams thinking? What were yeah, they thinking? Man. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if he can produce some more power. I know he's trying to be, probably work like Duplantis, the kid from LSU. plant the seed in you. plant the seed in you. They've been going at it and – uh, but it'll be interesting. He, he's he's a grinder, man. He's exactly he defines the program of what I, as an Ole Miss fan, view as Mississippi State. That at times I feel honestly, Ole Miss has lacked is that that real heart that uh, and that that, he, that he plays with that grittiness that that he really gets after it. He but, def- uh, I, you're starting to see it out of Ole Miss now. Don't get me wrong. They've ever since uh, I told you the last last game of the season against Tennessee, we've kind of. Shown that heart and that looseness and that fun that these kids at state, you see them play within year in and year out. It's a program thing, in my opinion, because obviously you've had four 
different coaches going to four straight super regionals, which is incredible. That's absurd. Absolutely incredible. So shout out to my man Jake for getting drafted. Well deserved, buddy. Great ball player, but you're an even better, but better dude off the field. And I'm proud to know you. Proud to be good friends with you. But hey, Peyton Plumley absolutely shoved yes yet again. He's proven to be a dangerous number three. It seems like our rotation is complete. It seems like it, we have what it takes to win a natty this year. I really think this is the year. I've really got a good feeling. So let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about how I got Jake out of the slump. After his first AB, grounds out, I believe. Um, and then they come onto the field because we're their away team. I throw, uh, I throw Mac another gun and go, hey, give this to Jake. Give this to Jay. He needs it. And what does he do? What does he do, Walker? He goes three for three after. Three for three. I get him out of his slump. Out of being, out of boom. Mr. Spectacular does it again. Put a statue of me at the dude right now because I'm doing incredible things. I freaking get their player drunk. I get their pitcher drunk, tipsy. He can't freaking throw his strike. He walks people and people. Then he leaves one hanging. He misses the spots. Dogs hit left and right. Then I get our best player of all, or the best hitter of all time, and Jake Mangum. I get him out of his slump. Game six. On me, I do what I do, and I get the dogs to the championship. I honestly should have been the MVP of that game. I understand that Rowdy was a regional MVP, but honestly, I saw the argument for myself. I saw the argument for myself. Rowdy's wearing the specs again, huh? That, and that's what didn't the, he start the year not wearing them or something like that? And you think yeah. about he would be leading the team in average, which I predicted him to do if he still had the specs on. Yeah. If he started the year, he'd be leading the team in average. In my opinion, and I'd be looking like Stanford boy genius. Got a blast. You know, like that's me. That's what would have happened. I would have looked like the boy genius, which I was. But hey, dogs win 5 2, march on to the Supers to take on Stanford. And it was a great, great weekend. Great weekend. Both teams go 3 0, 6 0 combined. Go figure. That's six of them. And it was a great regional. It was a great regional, yet indeed. All right, all right, all right. Let's keep her rolling, my man Walker. Let's keep her rolling, my bad. (laughs) Let's keep her rolling. Let's talk about swag for a little bit. Let's talk about who looked good on the field, who looked good off the field. Let's keep all that going. But, of course, I got to give a shout-out to my man Salty Mike. Thanks for the ride this past weekend. And let me tell you what we did. He's the king of swag because swag ain't free. That's my man Salty Mike. Let me tell you all what we did to celebrate this past weekend so game six after my heroics to win us the regional championship of course i do what it takes i'm mr spectacular me dirty mike michael volk and salty mike yep that's three mics mike mike check zero one two three y'all three got no swag because you ain't like me take that to the grave take that to the grave so listen, we celebrate and we decide to order a pizza. You know, it was twelve o'clock, Walker. It was late. It was an eight o'clock game. We celebrated the victory a little bit. A few dings have been consumed at this point. Huh? I was extremely <laughs> ying ding faced. My buddy Volk says the drunkest he's ever seen me on a Sunday. Congratulations! Hey, you know, big honor for me. Yeah. So shout out to me for the drunkest I've ever been on a Sunday. There's been a lot of Sundays I've drank, Walker. Uh, a lot of Sundays. It happens in, in especially in college at an SEC school. You, you drink on Sundays. It's a fun day. It's Sunday fun day. Sunday, so I was ying ding face. You know, I won us the regional. I got Jake out of his slump. I got the Miami beer drunk. And, you know, I was in a good mood. I was in a good mood. So we got Papa John's. It was 24 bucks for the four of us. 
got two pizzas, so that was six dollars each. Goat figure, six dollars the goat number. No coincidence. No coincidence. No coincidence. It's the SOS. It's the summer of Stan. I'm taking us to the Natty Baby. I'm bringing it home to start Vegas. But we ordered Papa John's and they didn't have ranch in the fridge. No ranch, Walker. That's unfathomable. Fathomable. I can't talk right now. Fathomable. That sounds like some word. That that sounds like a word that needs to be in the uh, Webster spelling bee that took place the other day. <laughs> sounds like some word needs to be in the spelling bee because I can't spell that at all. But we ordered Papa John's. No ranch. So Salty Mike gets the bold idea to go. Hey, I'm gonna put mustard on my pizza. And of course, I was like, All right, I gotta try that too. And Walker, get this. It wasn't that bad. I kind of enjoyed it. I can't say that uh, that sounds appetizing to me. <laughs> Mustard on pizza. It, it, I was drunk. I was drunk and in good mood. So anything probably tasted good that night. But it was delicious. I'm going to have to try it sober to give you all an official review. But drunk review, after winning a regional championship on cloud nine, I give it an 8.5 on being on cloud nine. Though. 8.5? Wow. Yeah. Wow. With mustard. May have to get Portnoy on this too. Might have to get Portnoy on here, but it was that good of a pizza that night in that moment with everything that happened. It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. But let's talk about swag a little bit. I was talking about who looked good, who didn't look good, who didn't look good, and um, honestly, I didn't like how the dogs went white on Friday. I said it earlier, but. Once again, it's Maroon Fridays. Must we say, what, don't we hashtag Maroon Fridays every Friday, Walker? Isn't that a thing we do? I, I guess that is y'all's thing. And then to wear white on Maroon Friday, that, that's, that's not right. It didn't make sense. But, yeah, we talked about that. But, hey, give us – talk about who looked good and who didn't look good this week. And tell us about what you think about St. Olmos's uh, maybe their Sunday unis. Yeah, uh, well, starting off with those guys, uh, I'm excluding uh, SEC teams because we all know what those look like. We all know who has good unis, who has bad unis. Uh, One advantage of staying home is I I got to watch a ton of baseball this weekend. Uh, So um, we'll start off with uh, the Michigan Whites as number five, my top five. They were uh, solid white, just classic Michigan across the chest. And uh, then we go Georgia Tech throwbacks. Uh, Are you a throwback fan? I'm a big throwback guy. I'm a big, you know, throwback rap's the only rap I listen to, so I'm all about the throwbacks. All about the throwbacks. Yeah, I can tell by the intro song. I tell you what, a little little TBT, a little throwback Thursday always gets me going, baby. (laughs) Always gets me going. Well, Georgia Tech was rocking some really nice looking uh, throwbacks versus Auburn, even though they got – got waxed by the Tigers. It seems like those weren't lucky. Seems yeah, like they, they, weren't, they lucky. weren't lucky. But they did look good while they got pummeled. Uh, number three, the FSU Whites doing it for Mike Martin. Uh, how about them Seminoles uh, looking good while they're beating the brakes off of Georgia? Bad weekend in Georgia for baseball. It, it what? It, I told I said this last week. The committee loved the state of Georgia. I thought Georgia Tech and Georgia were both overseeded. They were both three and four. I thought Arkansas State should have taken the three and four slots easily. I honestly thought that. But somehow those two clowns got it. And what happens? They both lose. So it, it makes sense. I mean, I picked Georgia to go to a natty. I know that. So not saying they were overseeded, which they were, but. The committee loved them, and Florida State was there to play. Florida State came to play. They're playing for the coach, it seems. It really seems like they're playing for the coach. They traveled to Baton Rouge this weekend, and it's going to be a fun super down in the red stick. Yeah, uh, that that should be a, a wild atmosphere for Mike Martin. I hope he uh, 
Doesn't croak in the dugout. <laughs> he's, he's an old guy. But uh, just keeping on going down, number two, uh, you guys saw it firsthand in Startville. The Miami Oranges with the green hats, white pants. Man, those, that's a really good look. You guys blew it. You guys wore those those, those black pants. <laughs> and y'all could have had a good uniform matchup. But uh, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But what do you think of Miami's uniforms? I love the orange tops. I loved it. I thought it looked good. I'm a big fan of the color orange because – Orange, you glad to be a Jaguar. Shout out to the University of Madison Central, the greatest high school to ever live. Got to show that Jaguar pride, baby. Got to show that Jaguar pride. Orange always looks good. So I was a big fan of Orange, of Miami's Unis on game six of the regional in Start Vegas. Okay, and wrapping it up, my number one, um, North Carolina. They had uh, the sharp uh, Carolina blue. Uh, with the white pants, white cleats, uh, and white hats with the Carolina blue bill, man. And it was it, – it's its one of the cleanest looks in college baseball. Uh, it, it's, it looks really sharp. Um, but uh, I guess now you want to turn to who, who, who didn't look good? But I want to talk – yeah, tell me who needs a little tip or two. Who needs a, help, a swag tip from a man salty mic? Who needs a swag tip from us? Let them know how they look like. Probably like a bunch of virgins out on the field. Let me hear who did. Yeah, Salty Mike, you're going to have to get on these people um, and uh, figure out what's going on. And, and let's let's start off Stanford and Startville and Oxford, Mississippi. Let's, let's start there. Let's start there. And what, what is it about what, – what, what, what do they need to clean up? Just on your Sunday uniforms, the powder blue, the blacks, they look sharp halfway up. Get some white pants, both of you. That's all, that's all it takes. Both of them looks really good on Ole Miss. Get some powder blue and some red piping down the seams. In state, just one uh, black pipe right down the seam. On the leg, man, that'd be too short. They both have really good-looking uniforms, and then they just blow it. Even though, shout-out to the Rebs, rolling in the powders. Keep wearing those powder blue pants. Don't stop. Keep going, and we'll get into Supers later. Yeah, and as you know – as you know, the dog's nickel black pants. I'm not a fan of the black pants. I love the black tops, love the black hats. But with white pants, it would look good. But however, we haven't lost in nickel black this year, I don't think. That's what I'm saying. They're lucky. If it works, don't change it. But yeah, we're if it's broken, don't fix it. <laughs> right, if it's right. broken, don't fix it. And don't fix it at all. I mean, it was a great weekend. People look good. People look bad. And let me tell you about how bad I looked this weekend at the bars. I smelt awful Saturday night. I sweated, I think, the whole entire game. We got there at 3. The sun was blistering down on us. I was drinking beer. I was sweating my balls off. It was hot. I was drinking. It was a mess. I get to the bar. I think I talked to one girl the whole night. I think I buy like one and a half drinks. Had no business there. Struck out looking, Walker. Usually I get the bat, you know, I take a swing, but I struck out looking. I struck out looking. Yeah, uh, I, I got to say, I, I did the same Friday night. I mentioned I was at a concert, and I danced and made a fool of myself, drank way too much beer. Per usual. Per, per, per usual. Per, per usual. usual, yeah. And uh, I was a, a, a sweaty mess, and that was an expensive, long Uber ride home alone. <laughs> riding solo, I'm riding solo, I'm riding solo. So I heard that. So uh, any interesting, anything interesting happened up in the bars in Oxnassy this weekend? Not really in the bars, but my field reporter in right field uh, in Oxford uh, told me about two um, lovely young students at Ole Miss and uh, co-eds and female of the female variety. And they were comparing uh, whose boobs.
boobs looked better in right field, and we're taking a poll by uh, the the <laughs> the people by, around by them. the fans about whose boobs look bit better, huh? About but, whose boobs look better? Okay, ladies, time out, ladies of Startville. I need y'all to get on this. Let's have a boob rating this weekend. Yeah, so all my girls, number is uh, <laughs> so all girls. Boy, easy, easy. Yeah. Well, I will be taking pics, put it on Snapchat story. I'm just kidding, but I will be a judge, ladies. Get me to rate the boobs. I'm all for it. I'm all about it. All about it. So who else looked bad out there? Yeah, as far as the baseball goes, um, first off, West Virginia. Uh, you guys have a, a really high first-round draft pick, and he's dressing like a buffoon out here. He's got, uh, again, with the colored pants. It's navy pants. It's a yellow top. It's a yellow hat. And then they have another version that's camouflage with the blue pants, and it's, it's, it's dreadful. Uh, in Nebraska, they're Reds. They're usually a classic-looking team, but they had two uh, a huge UN across the chest, like planted. Did you see it? I, I saw those. Uh, uh, not a fan. Not a fan. It's horrible. Not a fan. And this is an honorary shout out at uh, or uh, shout down, I guess it would be yeah. to to Clemson because. Let me preface this by saying they have really good uniforms Great all units. around. Great units. They all look sharp. But they get a a, uh, a tarnish for not wearing their all-whites against Ole Miss in a, in a primetime game. Their all-whites are some of the better uniforms in college baseball. So that was disappointing. It sure was. It sure was. So that's who looked good, and that's who looked bad this week. That's who needs to help with the swag and who does it. And that's all you need to know right there when it comes to the swag. Let's keep on moving. Let's keep her moving along. Time for our next segment. Let's give y'all a little Supers preview, a little Super 16 preview, what's taking place down in Fayette Chill, Arkansas, and what's going to be happening in Stark Vegas. The crowd's going to be electric. Walker, give me a little breakdown of what's happening up in, uh, what's going to be happening in Fayetteville. I know y'all are 3 and 2 versus the Hogs this year. Y'all have seen each other a lot. Y'all have seen evenly matched. Tell me, uh, tell me a little something about it. Yeah, you know, it should be uh, a really interesting series. You know, it's a familiar foe. We've seen them five times this year, like you and that's said. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Three and two, I mean, and they've all been really, really close games. So, I mean, we're very evenly matched. So, it should be a really entertaining and nerve-wracking series for all of us. A lot of beers to be drinking. Yeah. And the hog pen will, I'm sure, be um, rowdy. I mean, Baum Stadium is one of the toughest places to play. So, it's going to be a challenge, no doubt. But, that said, Ole Miss has – Played well in Fayetteville historically, including a series this year where they won two or three backside of the series sure after did. losing uh, Friday the Friday night game to Campbell, who uh, is a stud. I mean, he's a stud. Wouldn't know much to be able to uh, say more than that. He, he's got four pitches. He can throw them all for strikes. So he's going to be – we're going to have our hands full. But Will Etheridge, he's been throwing well. Uh, we'll see how uh, he goes. He threw seven innings on like – 80 pitches this past uh, weekend. It, that guy, he, he commands the zone well. He doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. Doesn't have an overpowering stuff. He pitches stuff. to contact. And, and um, you know, a lot of pitchers that do pitch to contact, they give up a lot of home runs. Will Atherton has given up two home runs all year. I did not know. That's impressive. Yeah. That's very impressive. But I have noticed the strikeout numbers aren't there. I think there are other pitchers with more strikeouts. But – uh, he, he commands his own. His ERA has been down all year. It's been to, probably top 10 in the SEC for starters, if I had to guess. It's been there all year. And I do think it's going to be an interesting series. Arkansas is playing with a lot of confidence. I talked to uh, 
Arkansas's assistant pitching coach, a good buddy of mine, and he told me this Hogs team is on a mission. He tells me they're on a mission and that they're playing with a lot of confidence and they that they honestly wanted the Rebels to win the regional to get another shot at them. They didn't like how y'all took two or three from them early this year at Bomb Stadium. One of the toughest places to play. Uh, Mississippi State, we have – Terrible success there. Arkansas has terrible success at the dude, but it's a tough place to play. Those fans are into it. They're very passionate. They're very loud. There's only one place to drink beer. I don't know if you know this. There's one place they drink. They're allowed to drink beer out there. It's out in left field because that's the only spot that's a, apparently not owned by the school. I believe is what I, I had a buddy of mine. I had a few Arkansas friends back in the day. Uh, and they told me that that there's only one place like out in left field because it's not owned by the school, <clears throat> by the school. Excuse me, but should be a very interesting series. Well, that's interesting. I did not know that. That that makes me feel a little bit better about this weekend, yeah. Yeah, to be quite honest. So, uh, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll see Saturday. Dougie Fresh, uh, our, our freshman sensation. He's he's been lights out uh, ever since he's been put in the rotation. He's a stud. And and, and Gunnar Hoagland, our, our other freshman. We have two freshmen in the rotation. He's he's really been pitching well. So, uh, it'll be a good series. You know, we've got a, a um, some guys that have had su- success against Arkansas pitching, but. Um, you know, uh, we'll get into predictions later, but I, I feel good. And, but like you said, they they want um, they want to get revenge for earlier in that yeah. year. But uh, so yeah, like I was saying, let's just run through this a little bit if you don't mind. I, I put together some stats. Uh, uh, Kessinger, uh, uh, my boy. Uh, we'll we'll just pull out the highlights. Uh, he's hitting uh, three thirty three. You gonna say something about Cass? Oh, oh, swag you later. The worst Twitter <laughs> handle in the world. I honestly can't think of a more douchey Twitter handle in the world than Swagulator. Oh, Swagulator. Yeah, well, that douchey Twitter handle just got drafted 68th overall. So. <laughs> he's got the money to back it up. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I can't say it's my favorite ever. But, uh, yeah, he's had some success against Arkansas. He's hitting 333 against them in all five games this year. Uh, Dillard, uh, he's hitting 333 as well, five ribbies against the hog pitching. Uh, and then Zebo, uh, my boy, the underrated guy. Nobody ever talks about Zebo, but uh, – The great Zabowski. Yeah, he's the man. He uh, He's hitting 368 with six ribbies. And then we jump down to uh, Kevin Graham, a freshman, true freshman from Missouri. He's hit, he's only hitting 235, but against Arkansas, he's got two bombs and four ribbies. And two bo- hey, if you have confidence against a team, I mean, that just goes into your head. And you go to the plate with a different mindset. It's just one of those things. You have success against a team. You go up there just knowing, like, hey, I, I know I can do this. And usually it pays off with all the other ABs. And he could have a big weekend for y'all uh, up in Fayetteville. Yeah, that would be good to see to see him continue that success uh, he's been having against them. Um, you know, just looking at the teams uh, briefly offensively, uh, Ole Miss hitting 247 uh, against Arkansas pitching in all five games this year. And, and that's the good thing about playing five games is you can kind of get an idea of, of where your team stands against another uh, opponent. And Arkansas against Ole Miss is hitting uh, only 219. So Ole Miss has the advantage there. But I, I really think this weekend series is going to come down to who doesn't give – anything to the other team limit free passes because we're two very evenly team uh match teams uh limit free passes and don't boot the ball around and and we'll see who comes out on top i agree with you i think it's gonna be very entertaining now let's talk about the regional up and start vegas the super regional i might add and time out 
Big shout out to my boy Jacob Wooden. He said that Rowdy Jordan would be the regional MVP, and he was spot on. Shout out to you, my man Woot. I owe you a ding at the bar this weekend. No doubt about that. I definitely do. But yes, so Stanford, the greatest college name, the greatest, the greatest name in eternity, comes to Startville, and this sets up perfectly. Let me just go ahead and, and say I, I feel bad for everybody in Startville, Mississippi this weekend. <laughs> this kid is going to be insufferable. So uh, my, my deepest apologies. I'm not a big fan of Starville to begin with, but <laughs> this weekend I will completely avoid that place. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be rowdy. I expect the atmosphere to be electric. I expect Stanford sucks posters everywhere. I expect to see Stanford, you suck. Stanford, you're a loser. If you go to Stanford, you're a nerd virgin. I expect the whole shabam. I expect the name of Stanford to be humiliated. What's my digest into it? I had them as a preseason pick to make it to Omaha. They won't do it. They won't make it to Omaha. But, you know, as a national 11 seed, they proved they were a great team. And they have a few good hitters on their team. They have a few good hitters. And let's talk about who they are. Uh, they got, uh, let's see, they have Will Matheson uh, batting 322. He's a stud with 12 dingers, 52 RBIs. The guy can absolutely swing it. They also have a guy, the right field, uh, I believe this is right field, Mr. Andrew Dachbach, 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 the Dachbach, doesn't like Bach, but he has, uh, I believe, where's Andrew Dachbach, there he is, he has 17 home runs to go with 45 RBIs, he looks like a threat, and then they have Brandon Brandon Wolf, he has 19 bombs with 42 RBIs. They've had some few draft picks. They're going to be a tough team to play. But they're playing in a weak pack 12 that, honestly, Oregon State, as we all know, they got they lost. But, hey, what about Oregon State's catcher getting intentionally walked with the bases loaded? I mean, that's got to be the biggest dick fielding feeling in the whole world. What's the greatest what's the best thing other than hitting a grand slam with the bases loaded? Getting intentionally walked with the bases loaded. The only greatest thing. I mean that's a dude, it's an absolute stud and that's why he was drafted number one number one overall by the Orioles this past or yesterday, I might add. Drafted yesterday with them. So but Walker, you watched Stanford a little bit. I mean, who do they remind you of? Yeah, uh, as far as talent level, I did get a good chance to watch uh, a little bit of Stanford this past weekend. Uh, I would compare them to somebody as far as talent goes, and as like Auburn, like they if they play well and you don't play your best in, in Starville, they can beat you. But I, I, I really think Mississippi State is the better team, and I, I really think y'all should y'all should take it. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see if Stanford gets one, but I will say. Um, the Pac-12, even UCLA, man. I mean, we saw Oregon State go down. UCLA and Stanford, they both lost. I mean, what the SEC – the SEC West teams that went uh, – that won their regionals, the five, all five of them. We had uh, A&M lost. A&M's, A&M's the lost. only one. A&M's lost, yeah. A&M's but the five one. that won, they all went 3-0 and in their regional. That's 15-0 and for those of you counting out there for the SEC West. And all three of these Pac-12 teams, Oregon State booted – and they were a 16 seed. Stanford lost. UCLA did not look impressive. They, they lost as well. Yeah, they, they lost. lost. Well. They they had three high draft picks uh, in the past couple of days, and they they are talent. They have talented players, but I just I wasn't impressed with what I saw. So I really like the dogs in in Starville. 
I, I like hearing that. I do love hearing that. I just want to make a quick apology. Brandon Wolf is actually the right fielder for Stanford. So everybody, I will have Twitter information, Instagram information, <laughs> the whole shabam on this guy. I'm sure he's a virgin. I wouldn't doubt it. But he has does have 19 dingers on the year on the field. Probably zero off the field, but 19 on the field because the dude's probably a flying V. But uh, let, let's take a quick look at their uh, – Pitching, I believe, if I could find it. Let's see where it's at. Here it is. I, and with their pitching, they have – let me check. One second, please. One second, please. And what's going And in the meantime, I, I'd like to correct myself. I said SEC West teams. It was it was all the SEC teams that went 15-0, and all five that won the regional. None of them lost. But, yeah, A&M, Tennessee, they, they, got, they got booted. That they did tennis. Yep, that's right. And yes, we are looking at their pitching right now. And they have guys there. We got Eric Miller. He's got 15 starts on the year. He has a 3.15 ERA, 80, 80 innings pitch. He's given up 66 hits. They also have a Brandon Beck. He has a 3.25 ERA. He's with a 15 game start. He's pitched 88.2 innings. Opponents are batting. 272 off him. And, hey, Cubs win. Cubs just won the game. So fly the W, everybody. Fly the W out there. Fly the W. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today. They're going to win the World Series. Y'all take that to the bank. Take that to the absolute bank. But, hey, let me digest about how the dogs did in the Supers last year in Vandy. Let me tell you quickly how he did. Game one in Nashville last year, Ethan Small only went four innings pitched. Only four innings pitch. I don't think that's going to have much to say about now, but he did only go four innings pitch. He had gave up six hits and three earned runs. Uh, Big Dick Mack went three for five in game one, five RBIs with a walk-off as well. Game two was all Mangum and Rowdy uh, each had, went two for five, respectively. Uh, in game three, Mangum went two for six, Rowdy three for four. And Cole Gordon, uh, he went 3.2 innings pitch, two hits, seven Ks. I mean, he's something else during the Supers. He – Postseason Cole Gordon, I, he, he just has balls on him. He, game three, he shoved. Game one, he shoved also. I don't know if he has good stuff, but the kid has balls on him, and he's and it works out there. He remind, like he, he tried to give it away a little bit uh, in, in y'all's championship game against Miami because they had base runners in the ninth, I'm pretty sure. Uh, maybe I'm mistaken. It was one of those games, or one game I'm watching, but he seems to p- pitch better with uh, runners on base and under that pressure. He loves the pressure. He enjoys it. <coughs> Excuse me. Just hit the jewel. But, yes, Stanford, they do have some good, good arms out there. It's going to be tough. Uh, they got a few pitchers, 8-1. Alex Williams is. It's going to be a good regional. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see all the Stanford Sucks posters. I do believe the players are going to be in over their head. I think the atmosphere is going to take them away. And that's how Central Michigan was. I, I knew they were lost right when they are left fielder DM me. I'm like, oh, they're about to be in way over their head. I knew they would be, and that's what happened. So that's our supers for you, super preview for y'all today. We're about to give y'all our Omaha picks here in a second in our next segment. All right, all right, my dudes and babes of the, of the world. Time for our last segment. Time for give y'all predictions for this weekend. Let's see who's going to be taking the big leap into Omaha and get your pens and papers out. I got you the eight winners. I guaranteed winners because I'm going eight for eight this weekend. I promise you that. Let's start out in L.A. where we had the number one overall seed UCLA taking on Michigan. 
And honestly, I just don't think Big Ten baseball can't trust it. UCLA still hasn't lost a series all year. I got the Bruins marching on to Omaha, Nebraska to the College World Series. Walker, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, like you said, Big Ten baseball. I mean, we saw what Illinois did. They they kind of fizzled in, in Oxford and, and Michigan. I, I watched a little bit of them. They looked okay. Uh, they beat my pick. I picked Creighton to re- win that regional. But Bold pick. Yeah, yeah. It almost worked. But uh, I like UCLA. That sounds good. Next game, we have a Big 12 matchup between Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. That's going down in Lubbock. Both were one seeds. Both escaped the regionals. And I – I got Oklahoma State here in an upset pick. I got the Cowboys. I predicted them my preseason Omaha 8. I had Oklahoma State in Omaha. My bracket this year, I have Oklahoma State in Omaha. And I said it before, Texas Tech is an even-year team. They went to Omaha in 2018, went to Omaha in 2016, and they went to Omaha in 2014. So I got Oklahoma State marching on Omaha. Yeah, uh, that's not a bad pick. Man, did you see that Oklahoma State kids uh, bat flip? Oh, that was beautiful. It was. Beautiful. It was. Man, I, I'm rooting for them uh, for that alone, right there. That was but good. I, I really do. I think Tech wins. You got you got Texas Tech I here. Do. I do. I, I mean, they got good players. They got Jung. I believe they're third baseman or yeah. short side drafted, like seventh eight, overall, yeah, eighth seventh overall, eight, eight, something eight. like that. That gave hold. They got my boy Cam Warren. Good friends with him. Uh, bought him a drink last year in Omaha. And it was a Red Bull vodka. Happy, it was his birthday. But let's go to our next preview. We got – let's go down to Baton Rouge where we have LSU taking hosting Florida State. Interesting matchup here. LSU escaping their regional. They had a few tough games against Southern, it seemed. And went back and forth. Florida State breezed through the regional, putting it to it. They're playing for Mike Martin. The crowd's going to be electric. And honestly, I got Florida State going to Baton Rouge, and I got them marching on to Omaha. I hope you're right. I really do. Because how, how cool of a story is that with Mike Martin and the, and the Knowles and rolling into Georgia and beating them? And it'd be awesome to see him win in Baton Rouge, but you know that place is going to be bananas. Electric. Electric. Yeah, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to channel some old-fashioned uh, Alex Box. And uh, I, I really think LSU probably just overpowers them. So you got LSU marching on? Yeah. I got so you got the Tigers. You got the Tigers. Uh, let's go. Now let's go up to Fayette Chill. Let's go. Let's see who's going to be facing them. Let's go up to Fayette Chill, Arkansas real quick. Let's talk about, let's just stay in this left side. Let's go to the last one. Ole Miss at Arkansas. And honestly, I think this is a coin flip. I, I can see it going both ways. Ole Miss is hitting the ball like crazy. That offense, it seems like they're finally coming along. It's one of the best offenses in the country, not just the SEC, once they get their mind to it. And I feel like they're starting to play that way. They have confidence versus this team. Like you said, Ole Miss is one of the few teams that can win in Bomb Stadium. But... But, but, <laughs> Arkansas is on a mission. Last year, they were one out away from winning a national championship. They dropped a fly ball. I feel like that feeling is still in them, and they are, want to play. they got to get to Omaha. I told you all earlier how I talked to Arkansas's assistant pitching coach. He says this team's on a mission. He said they wanted Ole Miss, and that alone has me saying I got the Hogs in three. I got them take, beating the Rabs and moving on to Omaha. Walker, what do you think? I'm glad he said that. Uh, I, I want them to want it. Why would they want to go through beating the easier teams? And I'm glad to be going to Arkansas. It'll be a good challenge. But uh, – 
it, it's going to be a battle, man. I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and I'm I'm interested to see how if the team can continue to play the way they've been playing because they really have been playing some really good ball over the last <clears throat> two weeks. Excuse me. Uh, so uh, I think we're hitting our stride at the right time, and it, it's not about um, who's hot in March and April. It's all about who's hot in June. And right now the Rebels are rolling. So um, I'm deciding. I'm going Ole Miss. I I'm, I'm really want to say – in three games, but I'm going Ole Miss in two. Really? I just, which is absolutely crazy. No way the T-Sun Virgins march on to Omaha. It's going to be classic Bianco fashion. Ole Miss is going to win game one and get everybody's hopes up. And then, boom, destroyed. Arkansas is going to be advancing. They march on to Omaha in my mind. That's Probably more realistic, but, <laughs> but I'm sticking with it. Rebs into uh, Will Etheridge going to outduel Isaiah Campbell, and then Dougie Fresh, Doug Days, uh, Gunnar Hoagland, rest up, get ready for Omaha. We'll see you there. Uh, I'll tell you what, you old T-Sun, Black Bear, Landshark things really do crack me up. All right, let's go to the nerd super regional, the smartest super regional of all time. Let's go to Vandy versus Duke. And honestly, I just think this is way overmatched. I think Vandy's one of the best teams in the country, if not the best team in the country. They got the pitching. They got the they got the hitters. They got it all. J.J. Bladey can absolutely smash. They can do everything. So I got Vandy in two, and honestly, I don't think it's that competitive. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Vanderbilt's going to be way too much, but uh, I feel like I can get a PhD just from watching this series. So, uh, so I'm, I may have to tune in a few innings. Uh, but yeah, doors all the way. Very interesting. Next, we go down to Louisville, where we got a very interesting matchup. Walker, tell us a little bit about Louisville and East Carolina. Yeah, man, this is the uh, this is the Bianco Tree uh, battle. Dan McDonald versus Cliff Godwin. Winner gets the job in Oxford. <laughs> uh, no, no, but it, it really should be a good series. Uh, I'm, I'm leaning, I'm leaning Louisville. I really think they're the better team. But I mean, that East Carolina team, they're fiery. They they can get after you. Uh, as we both know, we both played them in the regular season, and they they, they bowed down through a no hitter against Ole Miss. Got one out of way. One, one out of way, and then. Who who got the hit? Number six, of course. Who would have thunk it? Of course. Number six, the GOAT number. They can do all things. That's why it happens. That's why it happens. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I got I got Louisville moving on here. I'm going to have to agree with you. I got Louisville as well. I had them in my preseason Omaha 8. I have them in my bracket this year. So, I'm saying Louisville is too strong at home. I got them marching on. To Omaha. I got a march on Omaha to play Vandy in the first round there. Now let's go down to Chapel Hill where we got North Carolina hosting the Auburn Tigers. And which is crazy about this, Auburn knocked off North Carolina in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA basketball tournament this year. I did not even think about that. Auburn knocked them off in the Sweet 16 this year. So it's crazy that they're meeting. They met the Sweet 16 and now the Super 16. Absolutely crazy to think about. Uh, you got North Carolina team who made to Omaha last year, won a game, and then State beat them. They beat Oregon State, then State beat them, then Oregon State beat them again. You got an Auburn team who got to game three of a Super last year at Florida. They got very close. I think this is – and honestly, I think that experience, I think Butch Thompson 
uh, used to be a dog, great dog. I think he gets this team to Omaha this year. Upset pick here. Write it down. Omaha, Auburn over North Carolina. I think they just had the willpower. I think they get it done. I like what I saw out of them this weekend down in Atlanta. And I think they beat the Tar Heels down in Chapel Hill. Yeah, um, they could. I, I, I don't really see it. I, I, I like Carolina. Like I said, Auburn's – they're talented. They can beat you. I, I, I compared them to Stanford earlier. Uh, they can certainly win the, the series. But I just see Carolina uh, just being better than them. And, and I guess it's me more not trusting Auburn's offense. I mean, yep. they're getting Tanner Burns back, and he's been pitching well. But getting him back. Yeah. They get him back. He, he pitched a little bit uh, this past weekend. I think he got four innings. Uh, Auburn and two. Auburn and two. <laughs> Tanner Burns is a stud, but I, I think – that Carolina is going to just overpower Auburn, really. Just hit more, out, outscore them. I can't gr- I'm going to have to agree to disagree there, but let's go to the grand finale. Let's go to the Super and start Vegas where the crowd's going to be electric. And before I get going, I do have a shout-out. We do need the right field to go. We're whitening out, the, whitening out the right field. So everybody out in the outfield, we need you dressed in all white, we're going to be looking nice. Get that frost white looking good. Shout out to my man, Chip. We're all going to be synced in, locked in, with a lot of focus, a lot of energy. And I think the crowd is going to be electric. I think Stanford is in over their heads. I don't think they're going to be able to handle it. I mean, it's the first time making it to the Super in a while. I think me being there with my name, Stanford, and having State as a, 16, as a six seed, the greatest number, we're destined, and I got the dogs marching on into. We win both games. Ethan Small absolutely shoves. JT Gann absolutely shoves. And I got Big Dick Mac having a super of a lifetime again. I think he's going to be the MVP of the super. I think he absolutely crushes it. Dogs make it back-to-back years. And for the 11th time in school history, the Mississippi State Bulldogs will be going to Omaha. Yeah, it's hard to hard to see Stanford coming into Startville and, and beating you guys. I mean, y'all are y'all are loaded. I, I, I mean, hell, I told you back in early April, late March that y'all could win a national championship, and it, it still holds true. Uh, we got to see if Gin's healthy. Um, we need him to be healthy. Uh, I, I really enjoy watching him pitch. Uh, even being an Ole Miss fan, the kid's got. A uh, ton of talent, so um, best wishes to him. But yeah, state state's gonna state's gonna win. Uh, they're they're the better team. Stanford, Pac-12 baseball, West Coast baseball. It's not the SEC. We're better here, and their state's gonna flex a muscle this weekend. Hey, you know what? It feels good hearing you say that. I love hearing of my good T-Sun friend saying he's got confidence in the dogs to roll this weekend but hey walker i appreciate you joining the show my man i had a good time with you yeah man it was a blast uh hopefully uh next week when when both of us are in omaha we'll we'll get another round in we could get another round in and maybe we could be in omaha that would be an absolute wild uh, omaha. A live recording in omaha let's do it live in omaha at the blatt we'll have babes there i know a lot of people need to be on the show but hey once again i appreciate all y'all listening to son of a pitch i'm the host You all love the most Stanford Reed Parks, and I'll see you next week, fools.